0: rpg for you and me presents absolute zero a side campaign for our patreon members run using the savage world's rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting savage world's is owned by the pinnacle entertainment group you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. as always thank you for listening it means the world to us with that out of the way let's get back to the story This, this man who you you assume he is a, a sheriff type individual, he sees you go for your gun and- just place
1: his, the hand.
0: Well, he doesn't sure. know who you are sure, and nobody comes to this shithole sure. town, so like, his hand goes to his hip where you can see just under his big ol' puppy coat is a pistol holster and he's like, I'm gonna ask that you don't do that. We're all- we're all friends here.
1: Uh- Boreas, hand hovering over the gun, will look at this man and his ventilator's down. All of his powers are worn off. He didn't keep those up at this point. Uh, But he looks back to the man and kind of cocks his head and says, Don't worry, this isn't for you, and we're not all friends here. But I'm good with you. I mean, you know I'm.
0: He relaxes his grip a little bit, because his day-to-day is mostly like paperwork, 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 watching the news, more paperwork, because nothing nothing happens in this town.
1: No. Don't worry. I'm not here to make your job more difficult. Hopefully, I make it nice and easy. I be on my way. You go back to doing w- whatever it is you pass the time with around here. How does that sound?
0: Well, it doesn't sound bad. Mm. So, what what can I help you with?
1: Ah, and w- what was your name?
0: My my name is uh, Sheriff Donahue.
1: Oh, it's nice to meet you, Sheriff.
0: Welcome to Varn.
1: Yes, I was told that uh, it's a lovely little town. Um, I don't well, know who
0: lied to you. Well, but
1: I was told um, not to stay in the hotel. I wouldn't. I won't. Thank you. Yes. Um. So I can't help but notice that, say, um, sheriff. I can't help but notice there's a bit of a um, a blast zone over here. And i will just kind of point to the melted area, mm-hmm. and say, um. Would you mind filling me in on what might have happened in the last, I don't know, 10 or 20 minutes?
0: Well, what had mainly happened was I heard a shit ton of gunshots echoing from the waist, so I came out here to take a peek and then, uh...
1: Also, I'm still covered in blood. Yeah, he noticed, okay.
0: by the way. <laughs> you got visceral all up in you.
1: Yes, yeah, as he's saying that, I think the meat just comes up and he takes another bite out of it and say, Yes, I was... I was, uh, detained a bit, um, was a bit of an inconvenience, I'm sure you can imagine.
0: What you got there?
1: He'll hold it out, he'll offer it out, and say, um, uh, what are they called, a, v- a vaquege? It's quite tasty, would you like to have some?
0: I mean, yes, it's delicious, and I would love it.
1: Yeah, you can have the rest, I'm done with this, and he'll, uh... If he
0: doesn't give a fuck that he'll, you've been he'll chomping like, off of he'll it? He'll,
1: grab the guy's hand and pull it up and smack it into the hand, and... Yvonne. He's
0: not he's not phased, he eats like this quite a bit. Oh he is nakir, like I forgot yeah. yeah. He's like thank you. And he takes out big oh, old welcome. meaty bite and he's like from good shit.
1: Mm, yes. Well feel free to enjoy that. Um so where what else you know? Where's that person who came here? I'd uh, like to have a word.
0: In the in the my office.
1: Wonderful. Would you mind showing me there? I don't want to presume.
0: Yeah, yeah, no no problem. It's, uh, just follow me.
1: Will do. And I will follow him.
0: So you're walking with the sheriff to the station. hmm And I think right now would be a good time to put in the scene that we did with, from the past, outlining what happened with Solaire in some respect. So would would you like to to go into that now?
1: Yeah, sure. Let's do that.
0: Isaac sent you a date and time to come and meet him mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like a warehouse sort of area, but you are not meeting in a warehouse itself. You're meeting in like a little office looking building off to the side of like some docks and shit.
1: I will uh, approach the building and um, I, will, um, I will knock on the door.
0: The light flickers a couple times signaling that it's cool to come in.
1: I will open the handle and make my way in.
0: So you walk into the room and you see like some file cabinets and shit, but there's like a desk and Isaac Russo is sitting behind it. But you wouldn't know him by that name because I think is his name Vulcan. Vulcan in Pantheon. Vulcan. What kind of a mask did he does he usually have on for jobs?
1: I honestly don't know. I feel like his is probably more of like a full helmet because he's more of a heavy,
0: like a motorcycle kind of helmet, or
1: not necessarily. I mean, just like a a full helmet that covers his entire face for more protection purposes because he's prone to wearing heavier armor and using bigger guns and stuff he's used to being more of a bullet sponge and he's a very big person so he draws more attention so he's used to being shot at
0: well you walk in he's behind the desk and he's like rifling through just like some papers or some shit like they they don't have anything on them as far as you can tell he's just
1: like like, for trying to look busy is (laughs) like god all right um so how did i get in touch with him did i I just like press the help button on the on the website and it was like
0: (laughs) maybe you're like this grievance there isn't an appropriate category for me to put it and he's just like fuck it just come talk to me
1: all right and i know but i know this is vulcan i know him by vulcan like that's his name okay all right i will uh walk in and stand there for a minute and possible silence as he shuffles that, and I'll say, um, I take it, uh, you are Vulcan?
0: He puts down his papers and kind of, like, cocks his head a little bit and looks in
1: your directions, like, So you pulled me out of bed? What's the problem? I've got shit to do and I want to sleep. Yes, I know we are busy. Um, I was assigned to a job recently, um, uh, and I was assigned with two other operatives, uh, one of which we- well, to put it lightly, uh, resulted in catastrophic failure. I'm of the opinion that uh, this individual should no longer be posted on work, you know, jobs from the site and uh, banned from everything in the future based on the outcome. I mean, that's that's essentially the nature of my grievance. If you need more pertinent details, I'm happy to spin them for you. You see, the thing is, the operative you're talking about, is it, Solaire? Yes. Because she's already come and talked to me. Oh, good. What did she have to tell you? Nothing but glittering details, I can assure you. Oh, I'm sure she is very vibrant. She is vibrant, and she's convinced quite a few people that you're largely at fault for this. Personally, I'm not as convinced, so please, do your best to change my mind. What do you mean she's convinced a large number of people that I am at fault? What exactly does that mean? She's a social butterfly. She's everywhere. Yes, but who is there to convince? Well, word gets around. You know how it is. uh, Is there another chair in the room?
0: There are a couple chairs, like, right by the door.
1: Alright, He'll he'll probably grab a chair and drag it and then sort of do it. Not like a throw throw, Mm -hmm. but just shove it in the direction until it stops and then flop down. And then he'll rub his temples a little bit and say... Might I know the nature of what she is spreading about me before I begin? Well, it's mostly that you're a shit operative. You're not very good at what you do. You're sloppy. And she had to step in and fix the whole mess. Bitch. I mean, I filed a report, as required, at the end of the job. Has anybody read that? Is it she's filed a contradictory one? Well, I've read it. And my co-director's read it. But... More people for the other version. So what goes down in the official channels? What's public? What do people know? Is this going to be on my profile? Is this going to be something that's held against me? It's mostly going to be a word of mouth issue within the organization. Word gets round. You know how these things go. Yes, I am uh, unfortunately aware that this does happen from time to time. Well, um... The job seemed fine at uh, face value. I'd met her once before. I'd never met the other one. I don't even remember what his name was. But uh, there were three of us. It was a basic protection gig. Two of them were staying uh, with the VIP in a secure area. Uh, I was stationed on the outside. I was perimeter. I was to make sure that no one approached. And if they did, to stop them, which I did many times. Um, But during the course of this... Uh, it was revealed that the third operative was actually a mole who was planted from the beginning on the job uh, and was the actual assassin. Or one of several. It might have been an open contract. You know how this thing's go. But yes, he was in there with Solaire. She failed to recognize this as well. I can't pin that on her entirely. I didn't know either. But um, she didn't stop it. The man was killed, the operative. She caught up with him and killed him, but uh, that doesn't much matter when the one paying the, you know, footing the bill is, uh, ends up in the ground so it was a bit of a raw job overall but uh, we came out of it alive I don't feel I was at fault but uh, she wasn't paying attention she didn't take it seriously enough I spoke to her beforehand and um, she did nothing to prepare just spouted nonsense about how bored she was how it was beneath her just don't care for the personality so she fucked it all up Uh, She fucked us over at least. And now she's trying to ruin me, you say. So, what can I do? What can you do? She wants you to get thrown out of the network. Pantheon. Our organization. I realize how detrimental that would be to you and your future. I've looked over your file. You do good work. Thank you. I'd hate to see something like this happen to such a hard worker like yourself but there has to be some give so i'm reducing the pay cap for jobs you can take i'm also lowering you from rank b to rank d and what about her if you don't believe all the things they're saying about me do you believe what i'm saying about her you don't need to know what we're doing about her But we will be taking some sort of action in the near future. Do I need... I don't usually get my hands dirty on these things, but do I need to find her and put her on the ground too? I don't especially want to. She's unpleasant, but... uh, I didn't have a serious problem with her until she made it personal with me. As long as it's not on company time, you can do whatever you want. Sure, sure. But I'll tell you, it wouldn't look good. Well, it doesn't look good now, does it? (laughs) Well, it would look worse. Yes, well, I suppose that's true. Well, the organization has been good to me so far, but this is a serious blow. So, whatever you can do, I appreciate that. But, um, this is uh, an unfortunate state we find ourselves in where hearsay and word of mouth can do such damage. That's life. <sighs> yeah, suppose you're right. But, here's the thing. If you continue to do well at this new gamut of missions over the next year, year and a half, we can restore your pay rank and your status. You gotta keep your nose clean, and you gotta keep doing good work. Some of the higher-ups are gonna be looking into your account every now and again. I don't suppose I have uh, much else that I can do, so fuck me and uh, here we go. I am sorry. Well, it wasn't you. I appreciate the heads up. I didn't even know what she was doing, so I don't deal with people very much. I mean, I like to keep my distance when I can or, you know, work people over, but uh, I find them unpleasant, mostly. You seem all right for such a strapping young lad.
0: (laughs) He gives you a two-finger salute off of his helmet, and he's like... Thanks. Thanks he, he kind of scratches his neck a little bit and he's like,
1: Honestly, I wouldn't normally take a meeting like this if I hadn't detected some form of bullshittery on the other side. Sure, sure. Well, I feel very privileged to have had such a meeting with uh, a man of such station. Sorry to keep you out of bed. I'm sure you need your beauty rest. More than you know. <laughs> yes. And uh, he'll take out some jerky and take a big old bite off of it and I guess go to leave and turn on and say, I'll see you later. We'll be watching. And then he'll kind of wave behind him as he leaves out into the night. And with that, we return to the
0: present and you're gonna go into the sheriff's office, or you're you're drawing closer to it, at the very least. Broken out of your reveries.
1: Yes. Oh. A- I- <laughs> I- <laughs>
0: so you walk to, like, the nearest do building. Get, do
1: I get my bennies back? I yeah, drum-bodies. you do. Wonderful. Shit! I forgot about my adventure card.
0: Oh nuts! Nuts and, Would
1: and bolts. Would it have been good? Um.
0: Oh, do you want to draw a new one? I'll pick another number.
1: It wouldn't have mattered in that case.
0: Card
1: 23. 23 this time. you can time. choose between the two. Let's see. Yeah, I'll keep my old one. Do you want me to tell you what the one I didn't pick was? Or Sure. Okay, That the one that I did not choose is called Rally. And the quote text is, To me! And it's a play to cause all allies in sight and or hearing to immediately lose their shaken status.
0: That's pretty cool. It
1: can be, if you're playing in a group game.
0: So, you guys walk up to the nearest house, office, like, it just... I mean, it's it's basically like like a strip mall. Sure. But yeah, it has you know, like a little nature. porch on it and you walk up a couple steps and he holds a door open for you and it, there's a little bell and it tings and you walk inside to this office. They have like two jail cells off to the right. There is one person asleep on one of the benches in one of them. The other one's empty. There's a bathroom door leading off like down the hall. And then on the front desk is a lady who you know
1: on the front desk
0: on the front desk mm. sitting she's, like a bitch she's sitting with i didn't have time to finish this one. Oh, that's fun Ooh. she's sitting with her legs crossed and she's got a, a glass of some kind of alcohol in a tumbler and she's clinking it around and she's wearing a coat that she obviously jacked from one of the other officers because it's way too big and not as cute as something she'd wear generally nice and that is solaire
1: uh-huh yeah, so he'll, he'll walk in fully expecting to have seen her here. He'll see her and then immediately turn to the sheriff and say, Well, sheriff, more likely than not, this is where all of your bed bugs came from.
0: She uh, She kind of tosses her. I didn't actually describe her. I should do that. So, Solaire, she's Ori. She's very, very pale. She has kind of a grease paint domino mask painted on to like her, around her eyes and under her eyebrows and a little bit onto her cheeks, but it's like kind of sloppy looking. Maybe it's intentionally sloppy. Uh, She has like a V-neck crop top that flares out into sort of a skirt with an open front and she has leggings and like thigh high boots. This is obviously a woman who does not think she's ever gonna get hit in combat. It does nothing for protection. Uh, but she she kind of tosses her her red orange hair and she shakes her her drink around a little bit. Oh, hello, Boreas. You have some trouble on the road.
1: And he'll uh, is there like she's holding a drink, right? Is there a bottle and more glasses nearby, or is it just? Roll her... me a look around. I'll, I'm gonna roll a look around. Uh, that's a nothing three.
0: Nope. You don't know where that came from. All right. Maybe there's a wet bar for all the cops <laughs> who are off duty.
1: So she says that, and then uh, I think he maybe somewhat self-consciously like does a wipe and takes some some of the blood smear, maybe smears it even further. Well, nothing I'm not used to, especially when you're in the picture. Hardly anything but an inconvenience.
0: I, I think that's um, it's a bit harsh, don't you think?
1: No, I don't. What are you doing here, Solaire? Didn't you already get what you wanted? Haven't you already made things difficult enough for me?
0: She kind of nods towards the sheriff, and she's like, Could I have a moment alone with my friend, please? Then the sheriff kind of looks at both of you, like, you try to draw a gun on him, he thinks, already, and this lady's, like, floated out of the sky, and was all superhero-y, so he just, he's just, like, kind of gonna just, he tips his hat and ducks out the door.
1: (laughs) I'm not paid enough for this shit. I know that's not his voice, but...
0: Uh, i'll I'll be outside if you need anything and you see him like sitting down on a rocking chair.
1: <laughs> Wonderful.
0: It looks pretty shitty and it it like the the rocking bit is like segmented so it's like tong, 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 tong.
1: God <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's a bad chair.
1: yeah, it seems like it. So after the guy leaves, Boris will just continue staring at her with a a raised eyebrow. Maybe crosses arms over his chest.
0: She takes a long sip from her drink that finishes it off and she clinks it onto the table. Oh, you really shit the bed this time, didn't you?
1: What do you mean?
0: What I mean is, did you think I wouldn't come and, you know, do some fact-finding of my own after you slandered me to Vulcan?
1: What? You mean after you slandered me to everyone else? You don't leave me with many options here.
0: Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I think I left you with quite a few options. But I need my reputation to be sterling. I have a lot of irons in the fire.
1: I'm sure there are plenty of irons in your fire.
0: She glares at you.
1: Again. What do you have to gain from putting me down? How do I interfere with your plans? Haven't you already done enough?
0: Here's the thing. I wouldn't have even taken this job. But once I found out that you were very interested in it, I figured this would be a good chance to talk and give you the terms of an agreement I've come up with, if you're amenable.
1: An agreement? For what? We hardly agree on anything.
0: Well, maybe we'll agree on something someday. Maybe it could be right now. She kind of just regards you. It's going about how she expected mm-hmm. so far.
1: Why don't you get to the point? I know you love to flap your mouth around, among other things, but I have a prisoner to catch
0: what I need from you is to forget about this mission, go back to Vulcan, and assure him that everything you've told him about me all just lies to save your own hide. Leave Pantheon, go wherever, I don't give a shit. But I need this. Do this, or I'll be your living shadow. I'll make your life hell at every possible turn.
1: He's gonna pretend like he considers that for a moment and then probably take a heavy step or two forward and say, You've already done that. You're not offering me anything. I should put you in the ground for what you've done. It's a mercy I walked away when I did. If you push this, you won't like the results.
0: She straightens up, and this conversation has gone about how she expected it to, but she dusts some snow off of her dress and takes the coat with her. She's not giving it back. And she walks very close to you as she's passing by. And she, she leans into your ear and says, I'm going to fucking ruin you. And she bites your earlobe as she leaves. Ugh. In like Gross. a
1: sexy way? Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Ugh. He'll probably jerk away at that.
0: And she leaves through the door. Oh,
1: God. Oh, I hate her so much.
0: <laughs> I so, knew you would. I know. <laughs> Through, through the open door, you hear her say as she's walking away, I'll give you a day to decide. Let me know. And Do she heads towards the hotel.
1: Do does Boreas see this?
0: Do you look over your shoulder?
1: Probably not immediately, but eventually, yes. So I think when he sees like the last shot of her, like opening the door and going to the hotel, there's just like a, a very, the faintest smile like it's foreshadowing that like maybe not all hope is lost to maybe juxtapose that he talks to people like you know he he tries to make things work or use his intellect to find things out or you know ask basic questions and she's just fully cautioned to the wind like "Who who gives a shit i'll be fine after she's gone i think he will try to get uh sheriff donahue's attention to come on back inside Talk to him on the porch.
0: You'd have to duck outside if you want to go back inside the building because it's pretty cold. But you, you aren't a a boy that like really cares as much about cold.
1: Yeah, I'm not immune to it, but yeah, I don't have any special resistances against cold. I think he's just used to it a little more predisposed to it for having been around it. Um, but yeah, so he'll go out and kind of poke his head out and say, I'm sorry about that, sheriff. Um, would you mind coming back inside so we might speak a moment?
0: He he was just like looking at his his phone, scrolling for some sweet memes, <laughs> and <laughs> that's
1: all sh- all bumpkin sheriffs do.
0: Right, just trolling for memes. Those hot memes. He's like, oh yeah, sure. And goes back inside with you.
1: My understanding is, um, what what do you know about this? Do you know anything about what's going on about this escaped person of interest?
0: I, I I did not know that they were escaped. Anything? Um, was this a few days back with the during the blizzard? Yes. Yeah, one of my one of my men um was uh pretty critically wounded.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Um, we don't exactly have the medical capabilities here in Varn, so we had to airlift him over to Alara for some mm. intensive care.
1: Oh, he's he's not here anymore.
0: No, sadly not. Mm. But uh, he did tell me a little bit about what happened before he left, because he was babbling for a a good long while.
1: Yes, anything you can tell me would be very helpful.
0: Um, well, we we tend to have people do a patrol during big storms, so um, so you know, a pecking herd doesn't run right through town, fuck up or shit, and kind of divert them because that has happened before and it's terrible he he said he's he heard someone cry out in distress maybe i don't i don't know but he went to go and investigate it and he got i think what did he say he got um shot by something i don't i don't rightly know what but it made him stand still for hours till we found him was not a good situation. He had uh, some real bad exposure, frostbite, and most of his digits. He's not not in a good way.
1: No, I can imagine not. Um, so he heard someone cry out and went to investigate. And when he went out there, he was shot by something and sounds like paralyzed.
0: That's all I can like I figure. Couldn't, but
1: couldn't move. But he was conscious. He was aware.
0: Yeah, we don't we don't have any local fauna or flora can do that hmm. so
1: most unusual
0: but he did say he told me there were two figures walking just just outside you know how when you're in a blizzard you can't really see that well but sure. you can kind of see what's going on saw something moving towards the grave forest on the the outskirts of town what's it called the grave forest the it's, grave it's Forest. It's it was forgotten. here before we got here i didn't name it
1: grave forest two figures Heading towards the Grey Forest,
0: he said it might have been two, might have been more. Mm. I wasn't there, so I can't really speak to the accuracy of that. Oh, also, he was, you know,
1: delirious. Yeah, sure, very good. Well, uh, did you find anything? Um, anything out in the snow? Maybe something bloody? Any traces, remnants of things past?
0: I mean, I didn't particularly look, but I can take you there if you want to have a have a peek around. Yes,
1: please. That would be very helpful. And um my advice, Sheriff, if you want to continue your peaceful life, don't remember any of this if you can help it. Or as little as possible. Don't talk to anyone. Don't dig into it. Just keep to yourself.
0: That is quite literally my favorite thing to do.
1: And I'm sure you'll get along just fine.
0: You seem a lot nicer than that other lady.
1: She's a real bitch, isn't she?
0: <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs>
1: I like you. Enjoy that meat.
0: Thank you, I have been. And it's it's noticeably smaller meat chunk sure. in his hand.
1: Yes. Are you from this area, Donny, You?
0: Oh, hell no. Where are you from? I was from Alara, but I got stationed out here. The pay was good, but not good enough. I'm getting out of here as soon as my contract's up.
1: And when is that?
0: Three more years. Oh, man. It's a big one.
1: It sounds like it. Well... I hope that it goes well for you and uh, there aren't any unpleasant surprises. I'm sure there won't be. Thank you. Sure. He yeah. kind of
0: pats you on the back and gets some blood on his hand. Sure. And, well, your back wouldn't have blood on it.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: He gets no blood on his hand.
1: None of it. Yes, Um. Yes. if you can show me where this happened, that that would be useful.
0: Yeah, yeah, follow me.
1: What time of day is it?
0: It was around noon when you left, so it's only been like half an hour, 45 minutes um he takes you to like you guys go around the back of the sheriff's office and you well i guess you go through the sheriff's office to Mm -hmm. a back door and he's like hey jimmy i'm going out for a minute and you you assume jimmy answers yeah all right (laughs) From like a different room and you walk like a decent like down to the the opposite end of the the strip of the town the main drag he kind of stomps his foot into the snow and he's like well this is where we found him if someone was wandering in, it would have been from that other side there. Um, you can you can look around, but I'm I'm not I'm not gonna stop you.
1: But that's, I'm, I'm uh, gonna
0: go back to my uh my desk. Yes, if please. That's all right. if,
1: yeah. If there's if there's nothing else that uh, seems important, then that's that's fine. I don't want to keep you.
0: All right. Good luck to you.
1: Thank you. I might need it.
0: He tips his hat.
1: Boreas will tip a pretend hat in return. <laughs> All right. uh, I would like to look around this area.
0: Uh, that would probably just be a notice, because yeah. there's not, like, a, a specific investigation role, is there? I
1: would actually like to use my boost trait on my notice. Cool. To see if I can do that. Do it. That is a failure. So, I guess well. he, he puts the respirator up and punches a few buttons and tries to get it activated, and it starts to... Were and move, and then the mist kind of sputters and clogs and doesn't go through.
0: How about this? Hmm. When you took it off last, mm-hmm. some of the blood and gunk got into the tube Ooh, and from your face. Okay. It dripped down in there, so that's what caused the clog.
1: Gross. Okay, well, I'll try to cast it again. That's cool. Okay, yeah. Try to use it. That one is a seven. A seven? So success, yeah. but no raise. So I'll same thing, put the respirator on. Get a nice non-bloody, maybe there's like even like a little blood in the in the vapor, so it's kind of irony this time, but it's still very fresh and it just sharpens his senses for looking around, so nine.
0: You don't find any tracks because the blizzard covered pretty much all of those up, but what you do find, a peculiar little hole in the snow. Would you like to go look at
1: it? I would like to go look at it, that's what I'm doing.
0: Okay, how do you look at it?
1: It's a peculiar little hole in the snow, like, um... Like a little... It almost looks like, like something punched. was
0: dropped into
1: it. And it's still light out right now, mm-hmm. so that's, Okay. Well, I have, like, a little flashlight tool thing. Can I just pull that out and try to, like, aim it at different angles in the hole to see where yeah. the light catches and whole, try to see through it without actually disrupting the snow?
0: The hole is about as big as this, sure. uh, my D6, uh-huh. but, like, round. Right. Well, actually, yeah, it's round. And you look in there and you see something metallic glint mm. off of your flashlight light. Do you pick it up?
1: Yeah. I mean, can I, well, can I tell what it is from here? Or do I, like, need to retrieve it to see what it is? You'd
0: have to retrieve it, because there's a lot of snow in the way. Okay.
1: Um, before I, like, move anything else, can I just check the snow? Like, using whatever notice roll I got, there's nothing else in the immediate area there? No, like, you don't I see just, anything okay. else. Just Then, this. yeah, he'll, he'll, uh, I'll go ahead and disrupt the snow and retrieve whatever it is.
0: It is a little microchip.
1: Mm, oh, okay.
0: And... This is interesting because it's kind of coated in, like, gore slightly, just a little bit of goop, but the blood is all, it's all, like, glowing, just ever so slightly, it glows.
1: Glowing goop.
0: And you can assume, if it's anything like your blood, maybe that's what melted the snow, is some cory infused blood.
1: So it's a microchip. Okay, Mm -hmm. um... Do I know anything about this microchip or what it is? Or is there a role I should make for that? Or can, you can turn, I
0: you can turn it around and look at it?
1: Mentally, I mean, Boreas' first instinct is gonna be like this is probably the tracking chip that was shoved into the person, but he doesn't have anything like related to electronics, so I don't know that he would know that by default, you gotcha. know. But yeah, he'll I mean i will turn it around and take a look at it and if I need to make an untrained role I can do that.
0: You don't even have to, It's okay. on the underside, it's labeled A-113.
1: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. That is not my voice.
0: Very good. Okay.
1: I mean, it's, um, is it something I can plug into my PDA to, like, get any information off of it, or is it... Um, it's not like Oh, there's not really just...
0: a slot for it. Okay. It looks like a custom kind of job.
1: And it was out here in the area where that guy was attacked. Mm-hmm. And he heard someone cry out, presumably if they pried the tracker out, and he investigated. He was shot by something that made him stand still for exposure. if it was A113. They didn't say she got away with anything. Maybe she got one of those sedative guns that I have. That feels like it would knock him out. So maybe it was one of her powers. I
0: love watching you puzzle through this stuff. Because normally I'm the one that has to puzzle through stuff. I like it.
1: Alright, um... Well, there are two figures walking to the grave forest. Uh, how far... Like, is that within sight of where I'm standing now? How far oh, away yeah, is that? It's
0: real close. It's, like, maybe a football field away.
1: Okay, well then... But it uh, starts
0: and it gets... Like, these skeleton trees are, like, they're leafless. They've been leafless for, like, hundreds of years, but they're just almost petrified at this point. And they look so craggy and spooky. But it's, it's a very well-lit area. It's just very dense with dead trees.
1: Okay, um, yeah, I mean, in the absence of any additional information, this seems like the best lead that he has, and there doesn't seem to be anything else in this area, and that's where they said that the, these two figures were going, so awesome. possibly two figures. So yeah, I think he'll proceed with caution. Well, he's not in a hurry, because this was already, well, like a day ago or something? Like a day or two? How long three ago? days. Three, yes, so this was three days ago. Mm-hmm. There's no telling how far this person's gone, so... I think I'm uh, going to proceed but keep my eyes peeled, you know, just looking around and stuff.
0: You enter the forest and it's like it sounds like creaking metal almost in there just cuz all the stuff is so old and that's cool. So
1: frozen.
0: It's just you hear like ice crinkle tinkling down to the ground mm-hmm. from where wind has rustled it from the the boughs. You could roll me a notice.
1: I will do that thing.
0: With the correct die. Thank
1: you for reminding me. How long has it been since I... How long did it take me to get here? Ten minutes. Okay. Then I'm You're
0: not. just kind of... You're walking around. You're keeping your eyes I just eyes wanted to out. know if
1: my power is still active. So I would not have kept it up for that. long. Probably not. Uh, it's a five.
0: You stop for a second and you turn your head and look at like the trunk of a nearby tree. And they're gashes like gouged into it and you walk a little further and you see gashes in a tree going further in and oh look there's another tree with some gashes Hmm. what to do
1: i think i would like to try to follow the gashed trees if they appear to be leading in a specific line
0: it's a little meandery but
1: it's still better than anything else I got. So, yeah, if, uh, if I have noticed that and there's nothing else that's immediately apparent and just appears to be like an, ab- an abandoned wood, then uh, that's all I have to go on. So, I think Boreas is going to tentatively and carefully follow this, the gashes in the trees.
0: Cool. I hope you might because you end up at don't like. Crap,
1: don't you do this. Don't you do it. I'm just going you end I'm up. Said, <laughs> where do I end up? Tell me.
0: You end up at a, like a pre, a pre-freeze cabin, just deep and nestled in this wood. Oh, okay. What do you do?
1: What can I discern from looking at the exterior of the cabin? Oh. From where I am, wherever I am.
0: It has a front door and two windows on the front of the house. There's a porch. Um, It's surrounded... The property is surrounded by a fence. It's like kind of rickety looking, but it survived this eternal winter. So it's got to be kind of hardy. Or maybe it's just frozen in place at this point. That's really all you can see. Although, one of the windows is broken.
1: Interesting. And how far away am I from this uh, cabin?
0: way do you want to be um, that's up to you
1: yeah i think i'll i think i'm going to draw my shotgun but have it eddies. so i'm not aiming it at anybody uh, uh and i'm going to cautiously approach this cabin and kind of look there i might do a circle around it just to see if there's any anybody outside or anything amiss on the exterior before proceeding inside I'm going to try to be quiet about it.
0: Yeah, you you trudge around the cabin slowly, but carefully, Mm -hmm. quietly. The snow does a lot to muffle your movement because it's all kind of pushed up against the walls of the cabin because it's the only thing the wind really has to push snow up against. So it's probably up to like your, like just above your knee Mm -hmm. at this point. So you're just kind of, you don't see anything.
1: After going the whole way around the cabin? Yeah. Alright, is there a back door or is it just the front door?
0: Just the front door.
1: And are there any other windows?
0: Nope. Well, no, I lied. There's so the front has two and then the sides have two, but the back has nothing.
1: Okay, can I take a look in one of the side windows as I'm walking back around to the front? You sure can. Is there what do I see inside?
0: You see a room probably twenty feet by forty feet? Rectangle standard standard cabin pretty pretty standard cabin there's a fireplace um there's a a desk there's a like a couch set and a love seat and a coffee table and like a little a little you know kitchenette area it kind of looks like it might have been a hunter's cabin once upon a time but no longer
1: but uh, i don't see anybody in there or anything like that nope. all right i'm gonna go around the front and uh, i'm gonna try the door quietly as i can
0: the door isn't even shut all the way you kind of just like push it open and it does creak a bit mm-hmm. but you get it open without making like a
1: sure. for the doorknob all right so with the creaking and the broken window is the front window yes so it's like the front same, left window okay so same temperature in here as outside road, okay i'm going to again keeping my shotgun at the ready just take a look around i'd like to is it dark in here Oh, the sunlight's still coming I through guess the I windows. I have my low light vision, yeah. so it doesn't matter anyway. So being inside here, it's twenty by forty. You said
0: mm-hmm. it's not very big.
1: Sure. All right. Um, for a whole house, you know. I, I would like to do a walk through the area, mm-hmm. just to make sure there's nothing crazy amiss or a dead body lying around or anything like that.
0: That's fair. You you don't find a dead body, but you do find like a weirdly viscous fluid. In a drip pattern from the front door to the desk and you look back outside on the porch and it continues up from the front steps and you assume maybe there's something under the snow too
1: okay but so maybe they made their way here while bleeding from removing that shit to the desk um i will oh but get...
0: from the desk it leads to the bookcase that's by the fireplace
1: okay um Can I glance at the desk quick? Mm -hmm. Is there anything of note there? Is there any letters, anything written, any books?
0: Um, There's some papers on the floor strewn nearby. There's some like knickknack looking shit. Um, Some old, old, old books that would probably like crumble to dust if you touched them.
1: But nothing recent, it looks like.
0: There's some liquid drips.
1: But no no, like papers or documents, okay. All right, uh, I'll walk over to the bookcase. I'm gonna follow this trail still following it with the shocking out um i get to the bookcase is it pooled what like is there a pool of liquid there does the does the trail continue anywhere does it end
0: the trail appears to end under the bookcase
1: mm. okay
0: like it doesn't have a a stopping point like right. it would if someone like stopped there
1: sure okay um then I guess I'd like to see if there's anything behind the bookcase.
0: Do you? Can you roll me a strength?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, Just a straight strength. Let's would try be this. Nine.
1: Let's try this as a noodle boy first. Ooh, blew up. Nine. A nine? With my Herculean D4 strength and my wild die.
0: So you do wrench the bookcase unstuck from where it was but then you find it very easily swings open because it's on hinges and you're kind of like huh huh but behind the bookcase is a steel reinforced door
1: so so i think the reaction from boreas is like he puts all this effort into pulling it and it just swings open and at first he's like huh and then there's the steel door and he's like huh (laughs) well that's a new one is there any kind of apparatus to open the door that is apparent?
0: Not that's apparent.
1: just a steel door. just
0: a steel door. Hmm. No handles, no window in it, Just, but it's very clearly a door because it has hinges.
1: Maybe the disc? Can I go check the desk mm-hmm. again? You want to roll me a notice? Yeah, please. That's That appears to be where they stopped before going there. Oops. Uh, six blew up. Blew up again. Blew up again. It's a twenty-one.
0: God damn, you're so good at noticing. So, with that kind of roll, you—it's
1: a success with a one, two, raises. three, four raises. God,
0: that's so many raises. You—the has been raised. You notice.
1: Pumpin'. Yeah, you pumping.
0: You notice the drip pattern of the liquid leads like almost like a hand had reached forward to like futz with something so you kind of look under there and You're like that's a button
1: oh baton
0: baton but it's hidden behind like a little like a lip like
1: a lip yeah, yeah. all right um where he sees this and kind of goes hmm, very clever oh. and uh satisfied with himself pushes the button
0: the steel door soundlessly opens.
1: Oh, I thought rocks were going to fall and I was going to die. I will head on back to that door and try to soundlessly open it.
0: Oh, it's already soundlessly open. It swings I forward.
1: soundlessly walk, walk over through. Walk to it.
0: Well, you might not want to walk through because as you walk up to it, it appears to be like a hatch leading down a ladder. And it goes down pretty far away. I it-
1: walk through the ladder. Excellent. Um, and I can't. Can I see the bottom with my dark vision? Mm-hmm. Okay. How far is it?
0: Thirty feet or so. Okay. You get the feeling that you wouldn't have been able to see it if you didn't have that vision.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, I guess you wouldn't know because you've had it your whole life. You mean the other guys can't see this? I feel this like cute so kindergarten shit.
1: So, Nakir with their low light vision, I feel like it's a combination of their eyes and the like full Nakir have the tongue as Mm -hmm. well which can also kind of sense things in the dark Boreas does not have the tongue though. he doesn't have the bite or the mouth or any anything like that so I think his
0: fangs was that okay
1: yeah I I think it's um like he doesn't have the bite but I think Nakir by default you know they're carnivorous so well I mean they're omnivorous but um they need to be able to eat meat so I think they do have sharper teeth just for tearing and stuff. So that's fine. So it goes 30 feet down. What's at the bottom? What can I see from here?
0: Uh, it appears to be just like a, a little landing area for the ladder and mm. then some ambient light from the room it's attached to is coming through, okay. like in a, a, a dim blue light.
1: Okay. Um. I guess I'm going to try. I'll holster my shotgun. <laughs> The way you're nodding makes me feel like this is a very bad idea. No. Um, going
0: into a hole?
1: I'll holster the shotgun and, uh, I guess make to climb down the ladder as quietly as I can. Okay. Roll
0: me a stealth. I'm
1: sure. I'm surprised the first time you asked me to roll a stealth. Uh, five.
0: That's a success.
1: I'm gonna go down the ladder. You go down the ladder. go very down the ladder. Stealthful. Yeah, okay.
0: And rung by rung, real quiet. Your boots aren't clanking on the metal because you're going very slow.
1: 30 feet, though, that's a decent-sized ladder.
0: It is a decent-sized ladder. But you make it down to the bottom, unimpeded. Wonderful. Despite not having, like, a nakir tongue with that extra sensory input, the smell of this room is its very chilly and metallic. Because mm. as you, you peek into the room, it's kind of just like looks like a bunker but like a tech bunker where there's like data banks on the walls and like bunch of tech shit i'm not very good at describing this but i drew a map
1: oh wonderful 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 i'd love to get my eyes on that one stuck yeah that's the sound of content
0: (laughs) so can i see it too so i can describe it into the phone sure so you walk in or are you walking in?
1: Oh, what can I see from where I am?
0: You can see like a big old work table. Um, you can see a door ajar heading out like in the back there um to a different room. Just a lot of data banks and server looking shit and technology stuff that's going over your head a bit.
1: Where am I, am I here? Yes, you're right okay? there. All right.
0: But um, you also... Your eye is drawn to a smear on the ground that is that same viscous, oily, kind of like rainbow sheen liquid. hmm And it leads to over yonder. And there's just a set of legs.
1: Oh, God. Just legs. Just legs?
0: Just legs.
1: Like, are they connected at a waist? Mm-hmm. Or yes, they- they're and-
0: connected. But I- it's like from here down sure
1: okay so it's
0: just in some nice slacks some jeans oh no so that is
1: upsetting um, all right um so seeing that i am going to definitely pull my shotgun back out um keep it at the ready and um probably start taking some slow steps in while surveying the rest of this area can, I mean, from where I am, can I see anything else about the legs? Like, can I just de- legs make any determination about size, gender?
0: Not really, because as soon as you notice the legs and get your gun ready, uh-huh. out of that room in the back walks A113.
1: A113. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Her dark, plentiful hair has been chopped down to... Like a, a shorter undercut with the side, sh- one side shaved, but not the other one. Some fresher looking tattoos or something are like coming down her face a bit. They're bright blue like her eyes, but they're kind of asymmetrical. She has a thick metal collar, but no shackles on her wrists. And roll me a notice.
1: Both blow up. Oh, wow. Uh, Eleven.
0: Oh dang. Okay. Um, with your your low light eyes, you can see that there's a panel on it that's kinda like a little bit ajar and on it's on her collar? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's sparking a bit. But you also see that her eyes begin to glow blue, and you even from here can see that there is there's just no rational thought in them, and her form starts to flicker back and forth like a not like a mirror image kind of situation, but just like, she's not in any one place.
1: Oh, that's cool. At They're the same time. Terrifying, but cool.
0: Yeah. From the tips of her fingers, these, what you can only assume are claws made of Cory energy. Oh, jeez. Bright blue extend from each finger.
1: Okay, okay. And
0: she rushes at you. listening to this week's episode of Absolute Zero. The show features music from Crockett and Marcus D. with their permission. You can find them respectively at crockett.bandcamp.com or crockett80s on Twitter and marcusd.net or at marcusd on Twitter. Please consider supporting them. They're incredible artists and constantly put out amazing work. Tune in again soon.